Happy Wednesday, you guys. I have a very exciting announcement for you this week. I'm running a brand new version of the Soul Shape Plan 2.0. And if you have known me for a while, this is my signature program, but it's had a huge, huge upgrade. This is for you if you'd like to lose five to 10 kilos before Christmas to fit into that nice little back dress. If you would like to know exactly what foods are going to get you results. If you would like to break through limiting beliefs holding you back from doing the things you said you would do over and over again. And if you'd like to stop the self-sabotage cycles including emotional eating, feeling guilty around food or the infamous all or nothing mentality so many struggle with. I've had so many women get amazing results with this program, not just physically, but also mentally, ending the plan, feeling so much happier, connected and energized than when they started. I'll educate you on all the things, nutrition, training and mindset that you need to have a healthy, sustainable lifestyle that is long lasting and not just for the 10 weeks. And if you think now isn't the right time, it's the best time. As some events come up to Christmas, you can practice how to eat out and still get results with the two bonus modules, how to eat out and meal prepping 101. And you will have my guidance, accountability and support right there with you to help you get through it. Not to mention the sisterhood and support from the group chat. You will learn the actionable tools and techniques to calm your nervous system and be able to make healthy decisions based on your goal rather than emotions. I have three wonderful guest speakers covering nervous system health, yoga and EFT tapping and this is now on an early bird offer for another 24 hours for the podcast listeners at 888. Plus you'll get a one-to-one empower session with me to deep dive into your subconscious and rewrite old narratives and no longer serve you. So you can start showing up as that disciplined, empowered and energized woman that you want to be. We have three months left of the year and I want you to make the most of it and start 2024 on a high. If this resonates with you and you want to get going, I've put the link in the show notes and you can grab that early bird offer right away. I'm your host, Jessica Riga, and welcome to The Holistic Hustle, the podcast for curious, ambitious, and open-minded women. If you want to raise your frequency, live an abundant, healthy lifestyle while pursuing your passions, you are exactly in the right place. If this is your vibe, pull up a chair and come sit with us. Happy Wednesday, you beautiful soul. I am so glad you're here. And today we're going to be talking about 10 ways in which you can conquer your morning and become a morning routine queen. Now, these episodes, I didn't put them on a Wednesday for no reason. Like, it's been meticulously thought out. And it's because I wanted you to have like a midweek pick-me-up. I know the week can drag on a little bit. So these episodes are meant to kind of inspire you, motivate you, give you a little pick-me-up to the end of the week. Today we're going to talk about morning routines and I wanted to give you a bit of background because you might think I have my shit together and I do in, in for the most part of the time have my shit together but it didn't always used to be that way. Just to put it into context a, a little bit, I used to be a complete chaos girly. And I used to go to bed late, I used to wake up late, everything started with complete stress. And not only did I 
feel really freaking stressed, anxious, also struggling with depression, it made me feel terrible about myself because I was always wanting to apologize for being late. I was actually back then, I still am a little bit, a bit of a people pleaser. And obviously then you go into overdrive saying sorry for being late, sorry for being tired. And also sorry for not quite being on the ball. You know, once you start your day rushing around and in a stressed mindset and stress in your body as well, like your heart's beating faster, you can feel it in your nervous system. That kind of carries on for the rest of the day. And it's really hard to get out of that unless you have the tools and techniques to know how. So I don't really know what changed or when exactly it changed, but there were a few things in the mix and some of them are in this 10 ways to become a morning routine queen that I'm going to bring for you to today. And I want to share it with you because it is possible for you to change your habits. And in order for you to change your habits, you first need to believe that change is possible. If you need me to persuade you that change is possible, we're already on the wrong, starting on the wrong foot. You need to believe deep down that change, growth, and transformation is possible. I think if you think back to any time that you've learned something new or you've acquired a skill, then you can see and you have clear proof that change is possible, transformation is possible. So looking back, a really great way I like to kind of affirm that change is possible is looking about back at all the times that I have learned something new. You went to school, you did your science lessons, you uh, went to college, you went to university, or maybe you didn't and you did an apprenticeship, but each day we're learning something new. So it's possible to change your perspectives and change your thoughts and change your habits and in turn change your routines. But you need to know that deep down, yourself that you can change and I've taken quizzes before like I used to think I was an evening like I was a night owl so I've taken quizzes to work out when is like my optimal time to wake up I've done all those things um you know when you get sucked in on the internet and it came up with some kind of crazy stuff like I'm a bear in hibernation and I need to sleep until at least 8 a.m and I'm not made for the early mornings which I used to be, but I'm not now, so I do firmly believe I'm not a hibernating bear anymore. But again, you have to find what works for you. Whatever people say, or these quizzes, or whatever you work out for yourself, it's not Bible, it's flexible. It can change at any point in your life. And you know, if you end up getting a job, or you start a business, and you have to get up a little bit earlier, your body can change, and your mind can change to wake up in that time. You just have to give it the nutrients, the enough sleep, you know, you need to give it all that it needs to function at that early morning time. I genuinely don't believe that we are morning or evening people. I definitely do think that we can change if we want to. It's just a matter of your identity, how you see yourself. If you're struggling to be a morning person and you really struggle with that identity, deep down something inside of you saying you're an evening person, then it can be a little bit difficult and you can come up against limiting beliefs, but it's nothing that you can't rewrite. You can rewrite the narrative at any point in time. That's my opinion. But anyway, let's get stuck into it. I want to tell you a little bit about my morning routine first, and then I'll give you the top 10 tips that I think will give you a kick-ass morning routine to turn you into a morning routine queen. That's a bit of a um, tongue twister. Anyway, so I wake up every day at the same time, 5.45, I have been snoozing a little bit recently, I have to admit, because 
the mornings are just not mornings when the sun doesn't come up for me and we're going into winter time and it's just horrible so I'm waking up at roughly 4 5:45, 6 a.m every day then I go into the bathroom I tongue scrape first and then I get a nice tea whatever I feel like maybe dandelion or um, maybe some kind of calming tea just to get me kind of awake and wake up my digestive system as well and I might add a lemon water to that too. Then I do a little bit of morning routine which usually looks like some reading, some journaling, some breath work and just some kind of checking in with myself. Then I'll either have a client first thing in the morning at my apartment or I will have some breakfast first and then I go about my day so It really depends on how much time I have, that how much time I invest in my morning routine. But it really doesn't have to be long. I do love getting up early because I like taking it slow. I love to do like an hour to myself in the morning. That just makes me feel really good and it allows me to have enough time to check in with myself. I appreciate that that isn't feasible for everyone, especially if you have kids or a family. Although you could get up a little bit earlier if that's something that feels right for you but you don't have to you can always find some time later on in the day to check in with yourself in short that's my morning routine I'm gonna go through the top 10 tips with you now because I think most of this is kind of what I do anyway so number one tip number one the morning routine actually starts the night before with an evening routine now this one actually changed the game for me And I don't even want to just say it starts the night before with an evening routine. It starts with a weekly routine. So on a Sunday, writing down everything that I need to do, knowing where I'm going to be, what I'm going to be doing, and what I need to prepare for that day or that event. Really getting clear on my week ahead. And then every evening, either packing my gym stuff or making sure I have meals prepped or whatever it needs to be. Making sure that I know exactly what I'm doing the next morning so that I don't head into the day with a stressed mind thinking god I don't even know what I'm doing I don't know where all my shit is I don't like like a headless chicken that's not what we want that's no bueno okay we want to start the morning routine the night before so a really great way is to do some gratitude in the evening and just look back at the day and reflect what went well what didn't like I said this really changed the game for me I ended up going into the morning with a lot more calm and especially if you don't have time for much of a morning routine an evening routine is even more worth it because you have a time to reflect you have a time to introspect and have a look okay what do I need to do tomorrow do I anticipate any stresses do I anticipate that I can cook fresh can I do I have to meal prep for myself just having a little bit of awareness around your whole day the next day can really make the difference that one I 100% advise to anyone number two wake up at the same time every day and if you can go to the bed at the same time every day this is also a tricky one for some people but (laughs) I've actually got so boring in my old age I go to bed so early and I feel sorry for my boyfriend because I should say fiance, sorry. I feel sorry for my fiance because I literally am like an old woman. I go to bed so early, but I get up early, you know? I need my eight hours sleep, and if I don't get it, I'm a moody little bitch. So (laughs) I don't want that, you don't want that. I think it's important to prioritize that. And honestly, the sleep thing, if you are not prioritizing sleep, your day is gonna be even more stressful. 
we're in a chronically stressed world and I think on average the average sleep time in the USA I don't know about the rest of the world has gone down by like two hours I think the average sleep time is by like six and a half hours or something which is mental sleep is the time when your body regenerates when your cells renew when you go in a rest and digest state when you you know you need the energy for the next day if you're always running on empty again, you're going to have really stressful day, you need that energy, you need to look after yourself. And if you're really struggling with sleep, I can do a whole nother episode on that. But if you're really struggling with sleep, stop the caffeine in the afternoon, but by at least 2pm, at least if not 12pm, if you're very susceptible to caffeine. And just really focus on having a bedtime routine, we just said an evening routine, but have a kind of bedtime wind down routine as well. Remember, we're creatures of habit and these changes might seem excessive or difficult to implement to start with, but at some point they start to get easier as they start to become more comfortable and you get used to it. Number three, hydrate before you caffeinate. This is a massive one. You are fasting all through the night and honestly, your body needs some water before you caffeinate with some coffee or green tea that's why I don't have green tea in the morning anymore because I really want to make sure my body is hydrated with water before I actually put anything else in my body caffeine is actually a diuretic which makes you go to the toilet more so you're going to pee more water out the water that you don't even have in your body anymore because you have fasted for hopefully eight hours a night so hydrate before you caffeinate you're gonna do your digestive system a world of good and also feel a lot more energized throughout the day sunlight number four sunlight first thing if any of you are familiar with huberman he is a scientist very big in my holistic health world or in the health fitness world in general and he is you know he knows his shit (laughs) and getting sunlight first thing in the morning is one of his main points and it's because of our circadian rhythm. The circadian rhythm is your sleep-wake cycle and it basically when you wake up in the morning and you have sunlight in your eyes first thing that sets the clock ticking in your body, a body clock, your circadian rhythm, for your body to start producing melatonin which is your sleep hormone in the evening about 16 hours later so when you wake up in the morning you get sunlight first thing and that's really the ticking clock to help you fall asleep in the evening you do have a 24-hour cycle even as a woman you're not just on that 28-day cycle you're on a 24-hour cycle too so we want to help those hormones out naturally by getting natural sunlight into your eyes We're heading into winter now, and like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it's dark first thing in the morning. So I also have a Lumi light, which I use throughout the winter, and I really like to have that to, you know, it's really good for mood and just for faking that sunlight. It's not going to do the trick 100%. It's not the same as sunlight, but it's definitely good for you if you struggle with SAD, forgotten what that stands for now but you know the depression that you get in the winter so definitely do that so sunlight first thing and if you can go for a walk outside number five check in with yourself now this is one that I find a little bit difficult myself because I'll sit over on the I'll sit in my other room and I'll do my morning routine and it I won't have actually moved much or it'll be a little bit hard to assess how I feel I mean 
sometimes it's hard to pinpoint the emotions, even I find it difficult in your body. And I'll think I'm feeling good and then I'll go over and meet my partner and then all these emotions will come up and I'll think, okay, actually I'm feeling stressed in the morning. So I think checking in with yourself, doing some movement, allowing yourself to get on to number six in a second, but it's breath work, but allowing yourself to get into your body a little bit more rather just than just in your mind. Meditate maybe, do a body scan, see how you feel. Do you Can you feel any emotions? Where do you feel them? What kind of sensation is it? And just becoming aware is already going to help you to process them and be able to communicate to whoever you're around. Look, I'm having a little bit of a hard day today or I'm feeling great today. And a top tip, I think it's really good to communicate that if you're living with someone, if you're not feeling that great or if you are feeling good that day because then they can really work out how to support you best. It is communication is key right and even with yourself learning okay if I'm not feeling that good today what do I need how can that person help me or how can the people around me help me do I need more space do I need some more comfort what can my environment do to help me and the people around me number six is breath work of course I'm going to tell you breath work I've been loving my breath work recently of course it's something that I'm really intertwining into my work now as well because it is just so powerful breath work can be something that helps upregulate your body downregulate your body I have been doing a really nice practice of three and a half minutes deep belly breathing into my tummy and then having a one minute breath hold in between and then another three and a half minutes deep belly breathing and I cannot stress to you, stress is the wrong word because it literally made me de-stressed, I cannot tell you how relaxed I felt after that and I often wake up with a whirring mind like my thoughts are all over the place and I'm sure some of you can relate I just think about work the first thing in the morning and this breath work practice really helps me come back down into my body and be able to focus on like one thing not think oh my god I've got all these thousands or oh, thousands of things to do I can do just one and I'm going to focus on that one task for now and then I'll move on to the next one so that's a really great way to calm your nervous system check in with yourself and allow yourself empower yourself to know that you can change your state of being you can change your state or emotions that are coming up for you you can allow your body to release that through the breath and obviously my breathwork journeys that I do are a little bit longer they're a little bit more intensive but if something really is coming up for you as a consistent block that week you're feeling down and out or really struggling with you're not quite sure you you can't quite put your finger on it a longer breathwork journey could be the answer at any point in time of the day definitely try that one out breathwork number seven write down how you want the day to go the intention and come back to it at lunchtime so I think very often we wake up in like a sleepy state and we write down an intention and then halfway through the day I'm guilty of this too I just completely forget about it so one thing I like to do is first of all put the intention on a little post-it note and put it around the apartment anywhere that I'm going to see it regularly or put it on my laptop if I'm going to be doing a lot of laptop work or coming back to it at lunchtime just to remind myself throughout the day that this is how I want to feel and is my are my actions and thoughts etc in alignment with that and then I think you can really feel a bit more accomplished throughout the day because it's not like the day ran away with you and now you've done something completely different you've reminded yourself again it's being mindful being aware of what's going on 
inside you and around you to get you to where you want to be. Number eight is have a big ass breakfast. (laughs) And this is a really important one. I recently got like a blood sugar monitor on my arm. I was, I have to say I was shocked. I thought my breakfast was better than it was, but it definitely was getting me sleepy in the afternoon. Having a bigger breakfast and actually having some healthy carbs, healthy fats and healthy proteins really made the difference and having a bigger portion. So I definitely added some more food into my breakfast so that I had enough energy to go into the day. So think having a BAB, big ass breakfast guys, like make it big. (laughs) And this is definitely something that you kind of thought about on a Sunday. Make sure you've meal prepped or meal planned for the week ahead just to take away some decision fatigue in the mornings to give yourself a bit of a break. I always like to think about how can I help myself more for the week ahead, especially if I'm going to have a stressful week ahead? How can you help your future self? Number nine, doing something uncomfortable. So this is obviously it depends how much time you have. You can go to the sauna, you can do a cold shower, you can do a shake out, you can do some breath work. It could be anything, something that makes you feel uncomfortable. You could do a live on Instagram, you could have a difficult conversation with a friend or family that you remember that you've been putting off, you know? If you do something uncomfortable in the morning already, that sets you up for the day and makes you believe literally you can do anything. If you make your morning as comfortable as possible, why would you wanna get out of that, you know? It's kind of like pushing yourself in the deep end, prepping yourself for whatever comes your way, you can handle it. You can handle it well. So that's a really big one for me. I really like, for if out of ease, I really like cold showers and work your way up so you can start like 10 seconds and then you can work your way up to 20 seconds 30 seconds even a couple of minutes or just have a whole shower that's cold make sure you put your head under as well another one that I really like is putting your face into an ice bucket so I just put like a bowl of ice a bowl of water in the ice raw and then it turns to ice obviously and then you put some water in and then just dunk your head in that in the morning and it's meant to be amazing for the nervous system to reset just having a little bit of a you know shock to the system can be really great and number 10 we're almost at the end get in some movement so again that check-in with yourself where I said you want to move a little bit that's really a great way if you get in some movement you're going to have these feelings and emotions come up and you can kind of work through them you can breathe in through that movement you can do dancing you can do running you can do gym session you could do a light stretch whatever your body feels like doing or you could just shake it out for a couple of songs which is also a really nice one just let all of the you know just shake it out you can feel the emotions come up you can move that energy throughout your body and so this is a really big one just to after again eight hours of sleeping your body's gonna have been lying in one position for a long period of time and then if you go straight from your bed to a chair where you're not moving either there's not going to be any space for your blood to start flowing to get to your cells again cell renewal your digestive system to start moving if you're struggling with digestive issues like constipation acid reflux or any of those things you want to get moving you want that di- you want to help that digestive system start moving And then your lymph flow, that's also something, your lymph is in between your muscles and your skin. And it's kind of like a watery substance that cannot move on its own. It needs help to move. And it's one of the biggest ways that your body detoxes. 
So a lot of the toxins and excess hormones, anything that the body doesn't need goes into the lymph and then gets flushed out through the glands. So if you can help your body move through that a little bit, you can do some dry brushing, you can do a little body massage, you can activate your glands under the armpits, in the collarbone, behind your knees. You can do some jumping, you can do some jump rope. There's that vibration plate at the gym as well, you can do that. There's another one where you can just jump on a mini trampoline, like all of that kind of gets your body moving, your lymph flowing, your blood flowing, and that's gonna be amazing for you to detox all the stuff that your body needs to get rid of. So I hope that's helped and I hope that's going to help you become the morning routine queen that you are so destined to be because once you get a handle on the mornings, it's so much easier to handle the rest of the day. If you find yourself snoozing the alarm button, you're really not wanting to get up, I promise you making a well, conquering your morning routine will really make the difference in you starting the day in a healthier, more positive way to set yourself up and to, you know, give yourself a bit of time, especially give yourself time in the morning to adjust and wake up and be a routine queen. Just a little reminder for you, this is the last 24 hours for the early bird sale at 888 for the Soul Shape Plan 2.0. It's incredible and it's going to be such a great way to start your 2024. So if you want to head into 2024 feeling confident, excited and the healthiest, happiest version of yourself yet, then come and join us for this group program. We're not only going to be covering 12 modules of health and how to improve your health, but also going to be doing six bi-weekly breathwork sessions to really dive deep into the subconscious and make long-lasting habit change. If you want a free consultation call to go over any questions you may have, I'm going to put the link in the show notes below and you'll find all other information about the Soul Shape Plan 2.0 below as well. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a great Wednesday.